Welcome back to New Rockstars. The newest Spider-Man No Way Home trailer confirms that indeed a lot of Spider-Villains are making their way to the MCU by any means necessary, but who else at the end of that trailer is trying to sneak through that doorway through dimensions before it slams shut? Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Toad? We know what happens to a toad when it gets struck by lightning and Electro is in the vicinity, so we gotta be careful with that. <laughs> this is Rogue Theory, the show where we pitch the wildest theories for the nerdy titles that we love. I'm Eric Voss. Going rogue with me today is our own very friendly neighborhood, Jessica Clemens. I'm not friendly. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. That is, to not, that. That is not friendly. <laughs> also joining us is a producer and devoted Marvel fan, Mike. Michael Kyanis. Hello. Thank hey. you for having me. Excited to be here. Excited to have you. And finally, the shaggy of our new rock stars, Scooby-Doo Mystery Inc. It's empty. Hey, what's going on, gang? Gang, gang, Spider-Man. That's right. Well, I want to ask you guys, Spider-Man No Way Home trailer ends with this mystery of Doctor Strange breaking reality and worried about other things coming into this universe. As the trailer draws to a close, Strange, notice without his cloak of levitation, stands atop the torch of the Statue of Liberty as purple cracks streak across the night sky around them presumably caused by a second blast of his reality-warping spell that opened the floodgates to alternate universe villains to begin with. But he says, they're starting to come through and I can't stop them. So mm. what the hell is going on here? Who is coming through? Are we looking at more Spider-Verse villains? Are we looking at Venom symbiotes? Interdimensional demons? Kang variants? I made a... um. Pretty strong case, I think, in the breakdown uh, about uh, this could be the origin of mutants in the universe. Oh. The fact that this is at the Statue of Liberty, the site of the first uh, big screen live action Marvel X-Men film. Okay. We haven't seen the Statue of Liberty as a battleground since in any of these movies. The fact that they're going back to it now feels like more than coincidence to me, but I want to hear you guys' thoughts. Hmm. Well, you did mention purple cracks, Eric. So uh, the only other purple crack I know is <gasps> Uh, we could be right in the crack of Thanos' crack. We all shrunk down after Endgame. We're in the crack. Just kidding, that's not true. I want uh, a pocket reality <laughs> in his booty hole. Exactly. What I, I yeah. would have never guessed to put a pocket reality. That's the perfect, safest place for one. Um, no, I think that we're looking at potentially all the souls of, you know, all these Spider-Verses coming into the MCU. Like, not even just... The villain souls i think it's all these souls like all because like you know we see in you know morbius trailers and that there, there's some type of integration within the mcu coming in the future of some sort so like maybe we're just getting all of these spider-man um property souls just oozing in through the purple i, I don't know mm. that's that's the vibe i'm getting what do you guys that'd think? be fun if it's like morbius coming through um or... <laughs> he's like yeah. me it's me i'm the awesome twist at the yeah. end of this movie I'd be like, <laughs> no one else Woo! put it back in <laughs> <laughs> i i I'm, I'm writing i'm writing and i always will be writing this because i'm just so excited i wanted to be the kang variants i want to see all the oh different variations God. of kang jumping through that portal i want kang to falling be out like, of the sky yeah <laughs> <laughs> like toys and ah! stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Ouch. There's different versions. One's like on a horse just coming down. <laughs> I want to see the horse fly. The horse is just panicked. Like, yeah. <laughs> what, what's going on? What's going on? 
<laughs> like the horse in the ring that goes off the boat and then drowns. Yes, oh yes, 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 yes. I want to see a spider kang. Let's get a spider kang going. Yeah. Oh my, oh my god. god. Yes. Jonathan Majors. Dude is jacked. I just want to see all of those different versions coming out and it's like showing that like this is the like big, big bad of just like, oh shit, we're back at this. We need to fix this. We forgot that this is a situation. Mm. I am also pitching this idea as like it would probably be towards the end of the movie. Where this scene where the purple is cracking at the Statue of Liberty could have been in the middle of the movie. You know how they mm. put That's the trailers true. out of place, but I think it's That's maybe true. nearer the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because how do you type? How do you top it? That yeah, how Statue do you top of Liberty that? has a has a jet propulsion system and it just goes into space. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We need to stay as grounded as possible until the end, and that is just completely yeah. out of space, like just not grounded at all. I mean, guys, I gotta say, like, it. it I want to do a video about this, but I feel like it, not enough people are asking this question. Uh, like the Statue of Liberty the hell is going on like it is bronze colored again like we reround the clock on it to bo- to what it was when the french built it for us in the 1880s like why did you need to scrub off the oxidation from the statue of liberty it's green it's fine no one complains about this yet they're like we're gonna add a cap shield to it oh god well we can't do that to a green statue of liberty it has to be, bro- <laughs> has to be copper colored again the hell? Why? What? Why? Why? <laughs> Did we see the whole thing in the trailer as copper, or was it just that one shot when they're falling, the back of it? I think you do see the full thing okay. at one point, right in those final seconds when Strange is standing on the torch. Like, I, I'm kind of wondering if we are seeing a multiverse collision just to get back to a reality where the Statue of Liberty's green again. And that's how we know the reality has changed, is that we're now white, we're in a reality where it's green, and then Venom is in a rowboat. <laughs> it's just like, hey, <laughs> hey, what happened? <laughs> What's going on here? It could just be different versions of, well, on top of a bunch of other Spider-Verse villains, I think they could have a lot of fun if it was other random actors playing Doc Ock, uh, <laughs> playing Green Goblin, because we got the two Goblin costumes in the trailer. Yeah. Don't really know if they're both Willem Dafoe. One of them could just be another guy, and... I think my whole theory about who those guys are is I don't think they're the same villains that we saw earlier in the other movies. Because, I mean, you got older Doc Ock, you got Willem Dafoe wearing something else maybe, you got Electro looks different, looks cooler. Uh, I really think those guys are already variants of the people who we saw. So I think they could, it's just a good excuse to bring in, they already set up, look, they're kind of like the guys Toby and Andrew fought, but... They're different. I love that would be fine. That'd I be like fine. that idea. Yeah. Um, especially if this is gonna be like the end game portal sequence, I think they wanna go for that feeling of, whoa, they got everybody in this, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And if they could use this opportunity to bring in alternate variants, alternate famous actors mm-hmm. to to pop in, uh, like that that could be super exciting. That's why I just think like, I mean, guys, I know it's crazy. I know it's a Sony Marvel thing, but watching Far From Home, the fact that Sony allowed them to put scrolls in one of their post-credit scenes, something that would not benefit Sony mm-hmm. in their own movies at all. Right. Like Kevin Feige has a lot of pull. I think it would be freaking crazy if somehow they have a huge blinding flash coming from Doctor Strange's spell, and then on the at the feet of the statue on Liberty Island, we see Hugh Jackman. We see James Marsden. Uh, All these that. people oh, look just as healthy and just as sexy as well, they did twenty years ago. <laughs> like. I Why have, not? I, I think it'd be dope. I think I think that's a good possibility because you said that there is that Statue of Liberty 
link um, to X-Men 1. And X-Men 1 essentially kicked off superhero movies in general. So, like, yeah. it would be very smart to put all that in a mm. Spider-Man film that everybody is going to see. Like, everybody in their mob, even if they didn't like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, everyone loves Spider-Man. They're going to see a Spider-Man movie. So, like, to, to put, like, a huge event, like the introduction of, you know, the Fox X-Men back into the MCU... I think it makes sense to do it in a Spider-Man movie. Like, so I like that. And, I mean, and if you guys disagree, it's fine. I just think it, there is an opportunity here to kind of dovetail it in with like, in that scene, Magneto was trying to uh, spill this mutation mm -hmm. onto all the world leaders, the elites, basically creating a world with even more mutants. Mm -hmm. And like, the, say they're blinded, Jean Grey's there, all of them are there, and they're like, wait, what happened? Was Magneto successful? Are there mutants now? And then like, Doctor Strange could just be like, there are mutants now, you know? <laughs> there are more mutants. Like, there there are ways that, like, you could do this. It's so clean. It's such a clean transition, such a clean edit, that the fact that Disney owns the rights to this property now, it feels like a no-brainer in so many ways to me. It really does. I think that, yeah, like, that's a really big thing. Like, you know, Magneto did have that machine at the very top of the Statue of Liberty that was literally going to make everybody in the vicinity mutants. It just makes sense for, for that element to come in. And maybe, you know, in the, in the X-Men 1, that machine didn't work, so that was the problem. Right, it failed. But because it's in a different universe, maybe we have something different in our genes that maybe it will work. Maybe we're compatible in this universe. So. Right. Like, there's all kinds of weird stuff going on with the way that, like, freaking Doc Ock, when he comes in this reality, is just randomly compatible with Stark tech, with nanotech mm -hmm. on his arms. Going through the trailer frame by frame, it even looks like Electro on his chest has what looks like a Stark chest reactor that he's using mm -hmm. to conduct and to channel all that electricity. It seems like once you're in this reality, things are just gonna, like, fit together like Lego bricks. And, mm -hmm. like, and why not? That's the easier producing strategy, right? <laughs> if you're yeah. cinematic universe. Do we think, let's all just get our final verdict Coming through these cracks, is it going to be one big threat or lots of small threats to this universe? I think that it's going to be a bunch of small threats organized by one big threat. Pro probably Norman Osborn, um, but I think it's just going to be a, a bunch of chaotic elements organized by one chaotic element master. I definitely think that it's going to end up being a bunch of tiny threats, a bunch of villains, a just the world exploding uh, mm -hmm. with people and interactions with another place and that itself is going to be the big threat the idea of that happening is the threat not even really the people coming through uh just because the way dr strange seems so worried and he's like i can't stop them we're it's this is it and it seems to be stopping them or not stopping them is the threat that's mm -hmm. That's the end goal for him, it seems, in that fight. I agree it's gonna be little ones. I agree with Michael where that scene of Doctor Strange is so intense of him being like, I can't stop them. So it has to be something, I. it would be cool to mix in with MTs. It is someone like, not maybe not Doc Ogg, maybe Goblin, what, whoever, what have you, uh, working to keep that portal open above um, the Statue of Liberty so more people can come out. Um, and that way, that's why it's like a million people versus Doctor Strange and it can't be worked. I'm still stuck on the fact that the crack is purple. So I keep thinking Agatha has something <laughs> to do with it. 
Agatha and Wanda, and I'm like, who is capable of defeating Doctor Strange more? Like, I, I, I it, but I do. Th- I digress. I think it's a bunch of smaller people that they're gonna have to destroy. I think, but I think you're onto something with that purple color tone, Jessica. Yeah. I think that is a huge part of it. I think we'll see that more once we have a mm-hmm. Multiverse of Madness trailer. The fact that uh, Wanda Maximoff absorbed Agatha Harkness's energy, mm-hmm. her mysticism, and that was a color of purple. Uh, and now she has red energy. I think the color of purple in the MCU is just representative of dark magic. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be the color that Wanda Maximoff embraces. And since we're talking about dimensions and purple, Dormammu, that man that is we like, said he's Dorm- still yeah, right. coming back. So, yeah. you know. If it's just Absolutely. Dormammu coming back, I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> hey. <laughs> And it's just him, yeah. Or like, well, didn't we already deal with him? Yeah. yeah. It was, I, <laughs> Isn't he afraid of mind, time? I don't mind dealing with him again. It's just if it's a battle between him and Doctor Strange again, I'd be like, I already saw this. What if a Kang variant is riding Dormammu? So then he's like on Dormammu's head. There you go. Story. That's okay. It's just a giant Dormammu with a little keg on his shoulder. Like, get him. Go get him. Yeah, get him. Go get him. Go get him, Dad. Yeah, I do love this idea that Doctor Strange is so desperately trying to stop all this, whereas all of us are like, no, more, more, please, more. What are you doing? Yes. Yeah. As soon as I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, can't wait to see Eric's head explode at what comes out of this, like in the theater. Yeah. It's going to be like 30 Spider-Man Anything. (laughs) Anything. It's going to be wild. And I think it tells us something about like what Doctor Strange's priorities are for the multiverse. I think it's kind of like the TVA, like just one person being out of place represents a Nexus variance that we have to try to prevent. So the fact that like five potentially more uh, people are, are from the wrong universes in this reality is just one crack in the dam. And the more of those you have, like like the more Loki variants in the wrong timelines, the more the whole structure starts to crumble. Does he say, don't, I can't stop it? Or does he say, I can't stop them? It's hard to tell because Benedict Cumberbatch's mm. audio is all butchered up in this trailer, but it, I'm pretty sure he says them. Just watch it. I can't stop them. It says M, E-M. Can't, can't stop them. Apostrophe, Apostrophe. Hey, you guys, I'm a writer. Because I had, a, I had a, a brief moment where he says they're starting to come through off screen, and I was like, hmm, maybe, is that from earlier in the movie, maybe? Bring it someone else, he's just, and they were like, eh, throw it in at the end. He's got to start saying it then. All right, now it comes time to award some points. I'm going to say from that round, Michael, you're going to get a point for that uh, for that great take that of having alternate versions of these Sinister Six villains played by different actors. I, I think that would get people's minds going nuts. So, um, Danny yeah, DeVito let's... lizard. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, but we have more we want to talk about from this No Way Home trailer. But first, keep an eye out over at NewRockStarsMerch.com for their Hawkeye merch that is going to drop when the show premieres on Disney Plus next week. They've got a really, really cool latest Obsession shirt design ready to go, and you're going to want to grab one before the limited run is sold out. Find those shirts and all the great merch options at NewRockStarsMerch.com. Now, cryptocurrency may feel like a secret or an exclusive club, but Coinbase believes that everyone everywhere should be able to get in the door, whether you've been trading for years or or you're just getting started, Coinbase can help. Coinbase offers a trusted and easy to use platform to buy, sell, and spend cryptocurrency. 
They support the most popular digital currencies on the market and make them accessible to everyone. They offer portfolio management and protection, learning resources, and a mobile app so that you can trade securely and monitor your crypto all in one place. Millions of people in over 100 countries trust Coinbase with their digital assets. Whether you're looking to diversify, just getting started, or searching for a better way to access crypto markets, start today with Coinbase. And for a limited time, new users can get $10 in free Bitcoin when you sign up today at coinbase.com rogue. Sign up at coinbase.com rogue for $10 in free Bitcoin. This offer is for a limited time only, so be sure to sign up today. That's coinbase.com rogue. And guys, there's nothing sexier than confidence, and Bluetooth can help give you the confidence where it counts. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so that you can plan ahead or be ready for whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. You sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive a prescription within days. And the best part, it's all done online, so there's no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. So if you could benefit from some extra confidence when it's time to perform, Bluetooth can help you. And we've got a special deal for our audience. Try Bluetooth free when you use our promo code ROGUE at checkout. Just pay $5 in shipping. That's Bluetooth.com. Promo code ROGUE to receive your first month free. Visit Bluetooth.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Bluetooth for sponsoring the show. You're busy, so stop thinking about what to wear and just embrace the radically efficient Mack Weldon Daily Wear System. The Daily Wear System is a selection of clothes rooted in smart design, made with performance fabrics, and built to work together. From breathable t-shirts and polos to stylish button-ups and shorts, underwear, and beyond, Mack Weldon makes it easy easy for you to dress for work, leisure, and play. They make super comfortable and stylish sweatshirts that we are big fans of around here at New Rockstars, and they're perfect for fall weather or even a chilly movie theater where we are spending more and more time these days, so you gotta look sharp in that concessions line. For the ultimate lazy Sunday, their Ace sweatshorts have modern tailoring and pair perfectly with their ultra soft, ultra upgraded Pima tees. For weekend travels both near and far, their silver knit polo and radius shorts are the perfect high-tech, highly packageable combo. Buy some time this season with Mack Weldon Daily Wear System. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash rogue and enter promo code rogue. That's MacWeldon.com slash rogue, promo code rogue for 20% off. MacWeldon, radically efficient wardrobing. All right, let's talk more about this No Way Home trailer. It seems like someone's gonna die in this movie. <laughs> the trailer ends with Peter soaked in rain. It looks like after a battle, like he's mourning some loved one. The trailer, of course, ends with MJ falling, it seems like to her death, like Gwen Stacy. Is Peter gonna grab her in time? We don't know. All other trailer shots seem to show Aunt May and Happy Hogan in danger as well. Meanwhile, Tom Holland himself has made statements suggesting this could be his last Spider-Man movie, like he's ready to move on. So I wanna know from you guys, who do you think's gonna die in No Way Home? Who's gonna make it out alive? And if they don't die officially, are people gonna get exiled to other timelines? What's going on? Mr. Voss. Yeah. <laughs> may, I, may I say something real quick? May I say something real quick? Uh, I got something. I got something to say. I think it's gonna be very fun to watch Andrew Garfield save this MJ. <laughs> oh I my think god! We're going, yes. I think yes. that's what yes. we're gonna Absolutely. get. I don't think she's gonna yeah. die. Yeah. I don't think our Tom Holland's gonna get a chance to get a hold of her in time. But Andrew Garfield's going to, and we're gonna be like, you redeemed yourself. Uh -huh. But <laughs> I ultimately think, and I would love. Cause I, you know, I like a, hor a horrible idea. I love the idea of Tom Holland, <laughs> Peter Parker dying. Oh my God. I think it would be such a good arc to the story. Um, Cause all of the things wow. are happening. I think Doc Ock's gonna die. 
And I think him and Doc Ock are going to be working together and get pretty close. And he's not going to want to watch Doc Ock die. But with the trailer being like, with Doc, and this could be exactly what they want from the audience, is when Doctor Strange is like, they all die. That's their fate. They have to die. And he's just like, no, I don't want them to because he's such a good hearted person. Doc Ock, he changed eventually. Like he stopped listening to the power of his tentacles. Yeah, listen to me. (laughs) Laying down laying down in the water pool, (laughs) screaming at them. And they they were like, okay, fine. So I think he can change. And I think that's what Peter Parker is noticing is like, he's a good person. He doesn't deserve to die. He has another chance. And when he goes Mm. to his timeline, maybe he won't kill. Maybe he could stay here. He won't do anything. He's going to help us. But he's going to die and it's going to be sad to watch him die. I like that. I like that. That makes sense. Like he, they set up in the trailer. He specifically says, I can't save them all. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think that, very much was set up earlier in the trailer when he's fighting with Doctor Strange, like you said, he specifically wants to save them. He wants to save the villains, basically, which is kind of silly to say. He wants to save the villains from having to go home and die or from having to kill them himself or Uh what have you. And we're coming off a movie where he just had to kill the villain or the villain shot themselves, but he watched them die. Iron Man just, he doesn't want any more death. So I think you're right. right that that crying doesn't have to be a close family member. It literally could be, I failed at stopping them all from dying. And also that hit of realizing like Peter part, they all died by Spider-Man's hands in different universes. Even if they didn't all do that, it's just like majority of them did. And it bet that hits him so hard to be like a different version of me killed all these people. That's impossible. Well, they did and they had to. And it's like, no, no one needs to die by my hand. I don't no have one does. To. Yeah. Mm, so yeah. that's what I think. Mm, and that's I love it. I'm thinking that it's it's probably going to be happy. I, I just have this weird feeling that, you know, because... No! You know, happy no! is very much tied to Tony Stark. After Tony Stark's death, and, you know, he was obviously tied to Peter Parker because, you know, he was helping Peter Parker become Spider-Man. But, like, I think that happy dying is what Peter needs to just 100% detach from, you know, all right, this is for my Tony days, and I'm just going to go on and be Spider-Man from here. Because, you know, this is... The Homecoming trilogy. This is his, you know, sort of coming into mm-hmm. himself trilogy. So, like, that would be, like, the final way of just being like, all right, we're done here. And, like, this this movie has huge stakes because Happy is dead. Poor Aunt May. It, it just seems like Happy's time. And, like, it's John Favreau. He's got other projects <laughs> going like on. And, like, you know, Yeah. He's, he's tied to time. Iron Man and The Mandalorian. So <laughs> exactly. he's, yeah. he's exactly. got to go leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's got stuff to do. A lot of options. I think it is fair to assume someone will die. In this movie, mm-hmm. uh, I you know Mysterio died in Far From Home. We think, uh, but I think a good guy's gonna die. I think they're gonna raise the stakes. It's gonna get dark. I think there. It seems like this trailer's really reaching for comedic moments. Even though a moment where they're like making fun of Otto Octavius's name later in the trailer, he's like, "You're gonna swing into the darkness and chase." Yes, it's like whoa. <laughs> even that scene's not gonna be too light for too long. <laughs> Doc Ock's name is so sick. When they were laughing, I was like, shut the hell up. I was <laughs> like, I was like, hey, classic youths, okay? Just laughing yeah. at yeah. old people. That really right? felt like a, a Gen Z's were like, <laughs> dead jokes. It's like, <laughs> they're not dad jokes, they're just jokes, and we're daddies to you. You guys are laughing at a man that has metal tentacle arms. <laughs> like, right? You guys, like, you could kill you. Octavius is not that weird of a Doc Ock is a weird yeah. name. That's the also, weird what name. If, what if Ned dies? 
I was uh, thinking yeah. that too. When, I like M- the idea when MJ of falls, he's, he's, he's out on a on a dangly pole, and we don't see someone go catch yeah. him. There's two. It's catch between Ned. MJ and Ned. It's between MJ and Ned. Oh. Are we gonna see like reflected Ooh. shots like in the other Spider-Man movie where MJ falls in one eye and the and the children die in the other side? <laughs> Suffer the children. Or he just gets really hurt and comes back as Hobgoblin later. Everyone, mm-hmm. we everyone really it. wants him to I do that. that. We're I here for that. that. We're here that for that. That would be so sad. Um, I don't want that. Oh, no. Jessica, I you get the point uh, because I love this idea mm-hmm. of Peter Parker having to uh, let go. That uh, It's rogue. It's terrible. And I love it. He's rogue gotta, Queen Jessica. He's got to kill someone. I need to see him kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see it. I want to see the. I've been writing letters eyes. to Kevin Feige. I need to see him kill someone. <laughs> I write it. I write it with red ink so it looks like blood. Spider. So I'm getting letters kill, from uh, Carnage Queen Cassie. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I put on my wig backwards. I look disgusting. <laughs> I write about killing people. Well, before we continue, we recently got some socks from another sponsor of this episode, Stance, and they are both incredibly comfortable, but also very well designed. They feel great and they're unique. My feet have never looked more hip. Uh, Founded in 2009, Stance Apparel has reinvented socks, t-shirts, and more. They have a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity. Stance brings in an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate in style and self-expression because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. They do a lot of stylish collaborations with brands you love. They currently have sock collaborations with Marvel, Pixar, Star Wars, a bunch of other cool designers and artists. You can grab some of their Batman socks and fight crime in style or just lounge around the house in style. That's that's probably safer. The stance philosophy is that a perfect fit is more important than simply fitting in. And those who feel good, do good. Go see for yourself. Just head on over to stance.com and pick out whatever styles you like. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with stance. Okay, now comes the time for our rogue question. All right, so in the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer, one of the laughs we get is when Doctor Strange says, Scooby-Doo this crap, uh, making Peter and his friends kind of a mystery ink. Uh, So (laughs) I want you guys to pick someone of this group of friends to cast as a member of the Scooby-Doo mystery gang, Uh, Shaggy, Scooby, Velma, Daphne, Mm. Fred, whoever you want and do an impression of something that they might say in this movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you know, I gotta do it, I gotta do it. Um, uh, Tom Holland fine. as Take Scooby. It. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> with, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Well done. I don't wanna that follow good. that. I don't wanna done follow it. that. You can do it, you can do I it. I waited my no, whole life for this it. moment. He does voices. <laughs> He does the voices, boss! I'm gonna take the other easy one before she goes. God damn it! Ned is gonna be shaggy and they're gonna be on the top of the Statue of Liberty and he's just gonna say, like, let's get out of here, Spidey! <laughs> 100%, that's exactly what would happen too. That's 100% what he would say. I'm gonna take the third easy one <laughs> and I'm gonna say, MJ is definitely Velma. And in her monotone Daria voice, she's going to say, Jinkies. Jinkies. (laughs) And that's it. When the explosion happens. That will happen. uh, Right before she falls, she's going to be like, Jinkies, I'm falling. She's going to be like, Jinkies. (laughs) And then hit the ground. Yes. Splatter. And I'm going to message him and be like, don't kill the black girl. (laughs) Don't you dare. (laughs) Kevin Feige again. Seriously. 
All right, uh, MT, you're definitely getting a point because that was a pretty solid Scooby Doo, especially <laughs> that, that was a very well good done. Um, but Jessica, I think for just uh, for just the writing of the dialogue, I think I gotta give you a point for painting the scene of Zendaya as uh, as Velma going jinkies and then jinkies. smacking her head on the ground. <laughs> so, and then well dying. Uh, so Jessica, that's gonna make you the winner of today's Ooh, episode of Rogue Theory. Congratulations. Uh, I want to thank all of our guests of this episode, uh, Jessica Clements, Michael Kyanis, and MT. Support our channel by checking out our awesome merch over at NewRockstarsMerch.com. And if you want to talk more about this episode of Rogue Theory, our New Rockstars Discord server is now open to the public. We've made some channels available to non-patrons, so you can be part of the broader community of New Rockstars fans on Discord. And if you are over 18 and interested, search for New Rockstars on the Discord server to join that conversation. Uh, follow me at EA Voss, follow New Rockstars on all social platforms. Be sure to subscribe to our channel, of course, here on YouTube, and subscribe to uh, uh, Rogue Theory wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time. Bye. Jinkies! Oh! <laughs> Rutro! <laughs> I shit my pants! <laughs> I'm Fred.